Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen, at snc.tv and local now, channel 525. Welcome to Believing the Bible with Scott Lane and Terry Reed of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association with a message of hope in today's troubled world based on biblical truths. We hope that today's program is enlightening and inspirational. Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My teacher said the earth is four and a half billion years old. Is that a fact? Did you ask your teacher how she knows? Was she there? Oh, Grandpa, it's in the science book, so it's got to be right. Science books used to say that maggots sprung up from rotten meat. Now, that was wrong, so be careful about trusting everything you read in science books. But there is a book I do trust. It's called the Bible, the Word of God. Now, about the earth, no man was there to see it being formed. But do you know when the earth was really created? Uh... My teacher said four and a half billion years ago, but I'm guessing that's wrong, huh, Grandpa? Very wrong indeed. Let's go to the first book of the Bible called Genesis and read chapter 1, verse 31. Then God saw everything he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. See, this says that God made everything in six days and that it was very good. Tell me, do you think earthquakes, floods, sickness, and death would be listed by God to be very good? Oh no, Grandpa, those don't sound good at all. You're right. So do you know what happened to change the world from being very good? Hey, would that be when Adam and Eve sinned? Right again. After that sin. God cursed the world, which is when all those terrible things started happening. Now, if we turn to Genesis chapter 5, we can read about all the people who were descended from Adam all the way to Noah. Do you remember what Noah did? Noah built the ark and saved all those animals. You know the Bible pretty well, little one. Now we turn to Genesis chapter 11, and look, we see even more names and ages of people descending from Noah down to Abraham. Do you remember Abraham? Father Abraham had many sons, had many sons, had Father Abraham. Is that the Abraham you're talking about? Yes, indeed, and good singing, too. Now, if you were to add up all the ages of the people that were born, you would come up with just a few thousand years. And since Abraham, it could only have been a few thousand more years. So how could the earth be 4.5 billion years old? It couldn't be. I agree. Now, Christians argue just how many thousands of years you come up with by reading those chapters, but you can be certain that the Bible's evidence for the age of the earth could never agree with billions of years. And that's a fact. You can learn more about this topic by going to www.sabsa.org. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane, President of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association, along with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, Directors at SABSA. We are here to reassure you that you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Carl, another great little skit. What do you think science or the scientific method has to do with this discussion? Well, we can't prove 
the creation account from the Bible with science because no one was there that's still alive, only Jesus and God. And he did give us his word in the Bible, so we can use that as a reference. But obviously we can't repeat it. It's a one-time event. Likewise, the evolutionary theory, or hypothesis be more accurate, of evolution, which starts off with the Big Bang and the later coalescence of the Earth, is also unobservable and not repeatable. So it's not testable. It's not truly scientific. So we can't really use science to prove either one. How was the age of the Earth determined for this 4.52 or 4.56 billion years that we hear about? Well, the most current age, the 4.5 you reference, is actually not of the Earth itself, but of a meteor that struck the Earth. So the scientists gave up on trying to figure out what part of the Earth was the oldest or how to get a hold of the chunk of the Earth that's the oldest. So they took a hold of a meteorite and used radiometric dating to come up with 4.5 billion years. And since the meteor was assumed to be formed at the same time as the Earth, that's how the Earth came to be called 4.54 blah, blah, blah years old. So billion years old. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's a guess on the part of the scientists, and it's obviously not observable, testable, or repeatable. And when we look at the radiometric dating technique that was used for this meteor and test it on rocks of known age, it doesn't work. It gives hundreds of thousands to millions of years to rocks that we've seen form in our lifetimes, such as uh, rocks from uh, Mount St. Helens. For instance, uh, rocks there have been dated between hundreds of thousands to uh, millions of years old. Yet, we know they were formed in 1980. If we can't trust a system that doesn't work on known ages, how can we possibly trust it for unknown ages? Yeah, being an engineer, I understand the principles behind radiometric dating and the assumptions that are made in... And there are a lot of assumptions made in radiometric dating. One of the things that really strikes me about this is when someone hears something like what you b both talked about, they say, well, there may be questions about it, but scientists are really sure of this. From a scientific method, let's underscore what you said, it should be testable and repeatable. We ought to be able to verify this by observation, by experimentation. However, it's not just a weird example of Mount St. Helens, or the fact that we can go to a lava flow documented 200 years ago in Hawaii and find out that it dates at 3 billion, whereas we only know it's 200 years old. 100% right. of the time, when we get a verified age for a rock set and we date it, it dates wrong. Correct. That should indicate to somebody <laughs> that, <something's not> <laughs> that, right. that this doesn't work, that it is an unreliable system. Well, I've heard the Darwinist say that it works if you do it right. I think their definition of doing it right is coming up with the answer that they want to come up with. They give even a stupider answer. They give These are supposedly people with PhDs, and they say, well, it only works for things that are extremely old, and therefore if, it, if you try to date a young thing with it, it will always come up wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is an incredibly ignorant answer. Well, I think that there's a good reference, not only for refuting the radiometric dating technique, but also several other evidences for Young Earth is uh, illustrated in Answers Magazine 
If you go to AnswersMagazine.com and look up the October to December 2012 issue, lead article is on the 10 best evidences for a young earth. And it not only refutes the radioactive dating problem, but also several other topics such as polystrate fossils, the carbon-14 that's still found in uh, numerous objects, rocks, and coal and, and diamonds, which according to evolutionary thought should not have any carbon-14. And I think you guys have already discussed that in the previous broadcast. But having things like DNA and fossils and sedimentation on the bottom of the ocean, how much there is, is there and how much should be there if the Earth is truly billions of years old. Uh, so all these things add up to the evolutionary theory being incorrect in think, saying that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. There's just no way. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Today we're talking about the age of the Earth, which seems to be in conflict between some scientific measurements, or supposedly scientific measurements, and what uh, uh, just a direct reading of the Bible. We were talking about radiometrics. There are more than 70 scientific clocks, such as the amount of helium in the upper atmosphere, which date the Earth at just a few thousand years old. Why are we supposed to believe these things that we've already discussed, radiometrics which prove 100% wrong, as opposed to these other 70 clocks which seem to give us both young ages and seem to be reliable? That's a great question. And talking about helium, not only helium in the atmosphere, but Institute for Creation Research did a study a few years back called RATE, or the Radioisotope Age of the Earth study, and found that in rocks there is helium where there should not be helium if the Earth is truly billions of years old. So these are all evidences that are scientifically proven, in other words, observable, testable, and repeatable information that the mainstream scientists seem to be ignoring. Another interesting thing to me is if the evolutionary idea of the formation of the Earth is true, then it was a ball of magma as everything fell together and and we had huge asteroid bombardments for at least a billion years after its formation. However, in deep Cambrian rock, we have found zircons which show evidence of them being formed in water. The Earth is not supposed to, according to the evolutionary time frame, is not supposed to have taken on water for another one to two billion years when it was bombarded by comets, etc., this simply doesn't work. When you have these deep, buried zircons which show that they were formed in water, it is much more consistent with the biblical account of, of everything, all creation being formed out of water, as opposed to what they call the Hadean or hell-like development of a magma earth. Mm. Information for these events and all creation events in the greater Bear County area can be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter. 
We would also invite people to contact us by phone or email who would like to help sponsor us to expand this radio ministry across the country. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at the current day issues from a biblical perspective. SABSA meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. at the Jim's Restaurant on the quarter of San Pedro and Ramsey. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website, click on KSLR Podcasts, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Mm-hmm.